What is up, everybody? This is Killer K Rail. And this is Jill Molshan. Welcome to Healthy Adult Fitness Podcast. And that would be H H A F for all of you people that are adding this up at home. I am super excited about today because Jill and I are going to go down a road that us as trainers have been involved with for quite a few years. And we're going to talk about the magical, wonderful world of the core. We are going to give you five smoking gun tips for working your core some of which you probably have no idea about what we're talking about, and some of which you may say, oh yeah, I kind of figured that out before, or you may have tried some of these and you may not have tried any of them. But we highly encourage you to try all of these because we love working the core. And, and most people, when they come into us as trainers, it's one of the number one things they'll say. Exactly. I, I need to, to get stronger core. core. My back hurts, my stomach hurts, my hips are out of alignment. Exactly, and they've usually heard it from somebody else too. Maybe yes. they've gone to a doctor, they've gone to a chiropractor, they've gone to a massage therapist. Or they've gone to that Jim down the street, which is going to remain nameless, they made him do a high volume of stuff overhead, I might add, exactly. and jacked up their back or their core. Exactly. And they realize, I need to get a stronger core. Or, listen, maybe you're just like me and you like the aesthetics of having a nice looking core, yeah. right? Oftentimes, a nice looking core equates to a strong core, but not always. It's funny because you never hear the core equated as nice looking. It's always like, I want to have a nice midsection. I want to have nice abs. I want to have a six pack. How about a nice looking core? I like nice looking core. I want to have a good looking core. Okay. So guys, so let's, let's talk about some of these things. Okay. So, okay. Let's briefly discuss the core. Yeah. Okay? What exactly because this is, is going to go into what our first tip is. Now the core is not just those six pack abs on the front that you would see that washboard of the rectus abdominis. Okay. Hey, they look fantastic when they're toned. They look fantastic when they're ripped. They look even better when they're tanned, right? Correct. Mundo. Um, but that's not just the only part of your core. You have this whole under layer, which is designed to do exactly what we're going to ask it to do. It needs to wrap around you and help lift you. Okay. So these are your internal and external oblique muscles. Mm -hmm. These are your transverse abdominus muscles. Now I know we're getting a little bit of a, a like jargony on you, but hopefully you've never heard of these names before and it'll cue you into the fact that maybe you're not working all of your core. I absolutely agree hundred percent. I like the rotatories personally. Oh yes. It sounds like a rotation muscle. It does, doesn't it? Yes. And guess what? It is responsible for trunk rotation. Oh. So that would be why it's called the rotatories. So, and so, the TVA, by the way, is one of my favorite muscles too. The transverse oh, yes, abdominis, which we don't pay enough attention to. And I'm going to tell you about what my personal favorite TVA exercise is of all time. And if nothing else, if you guys get zero out of this podcast, other than one thing, I highly suggest you learn how to do this technique I'm going to talk about later. And please don't let me forget. I'll do one too. Okay. How about that? We'll do Sounds that good. a little later. Okay. Do. So our first tip, guys, is to not just go for the aesthetics of the rectus abdominis, which is the crunch, 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 a thousand crunches. Thousand I used crunches. to like Captain Crunch Ooh. and it is National Cereal Day. It is natural, National Today Cereal Day. Is. And I saw in somebody's cart yesterday when I was at the grocery store, they were checking out in front of me and they had a box of peanut butter crunch. Oh, it was and all, thought, don't even get me started. I've never had peanut butter crunch before, but I Woo. thought if I was to create a perfect cereal for myself, it would be peanut butter I'm crunch. I'm sure there's a gluten-free version out there somewhere I'm we sure can hunt down is. and track down. Okay, so don't just go for the aesthetics of the rectus abdominis, guys. Work those under layers. Okay, and make everyday activities turn into a core workout. So the minute you start incorporating exercises that wrap you and lift you and you're working those underlayers, now everything you do from skiing to walking to picking up groceries to uh, turning Shoveling your, your driveway. Exactly, it all turns into Pushing a, a lawnmower, raking leaves, um, pruning trees. I'm just giving you all activities of daily living that we all go through every single day. If you're dusting your floor, if you're 
sweeping vacuuming. your floor, if you're vacuuming, if you're on your hands and knees polishing your floor, if you're polishing your countertops, anything like that, you can be doing a core workout right in front of your eyes. If you start to train those lower muscles to wrap exactly. you and lift you, okay? But that's the key. You have to start training those motions of wrapping and lifting. Do you want to talk about your TA exercise now? Yeah, okay. I'll talk about my, my transverse abdominis smoking gun exercise. It is called the stomach vacuum. Have you ever heard of the stomach vacuum? I have heard of the stomach vacuum. I think I've known you long enough to know I most think so. of your t tips and tricks. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. In the world of yoga, you may know this as um, not Uddiyana Bandha, the Mula Bandha or Uddiyana Bandha. They're two different types of bandhas. The bottom line is this. You're going to sit comfortably in a chair or you're gonna come onto all fours, which is where I prefer preferably like to do this exercise. Take a big inhale, exhale all the air out of your lungs and let your ribcage just hang down beneath you. And then without breathing, suck your tail, your belly button in toward your tailbone as far as you possibly can and hold it there with no air in your lungs. Yes, it is super uncomfortable. Hold it as long as you can, release, catch your breath and repeat that three to five times in a row. Do that probably three times a day. You are going to increase the strength of your transverse abdominis. You're going to shrink your waistline and you're going to be able to stand up more taller and you're going to avoid lower back pain. That is my smoking gun tip right it there. It sounds like it's also going to work your diaphragm too. Absolutely. Yep. Which uh, it has a pivotal role in uh, working those underlayers mm -hmm. as well. And the inner unit. Okay. My favorite transverse abdominis exercise is the cable twist. Kevin really? sees me do them I do. all the time. Yep. You can do them to the side. You can do them forward. Um, I will describe it briefly, but you can also call this up on um, YouTube or Google. So you go to a cable machine. You just connect one handle to one side of the cable machine. Grasp it with both hands in an interlocking position. Stand facing that cable. Take a good step back, 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 back. Bend your knees and then twist that cable side to side. Okay, you can also do this with um, a band if you have it at home, mm -hmm. like a resistance band with handles, wrap it around a door. Um, and what you really wanna do is make sure that you're not twisting from the hips, okay? You wanna twist from the hips up, but not from the hips down, okay? This will really start to work those bottom layers of your core. And keep your eyes in line with your hands when you do any type of twisting motion like that, always. And really focus on squeezing your abdominal muscles to do that rotational movement from side to side as well. So don't do it lazily. That's all I'm getting at. Okay, lower layer of the abdominals is mm -hmm. what we just covered. Don't just work that rectus. Yes. Nobody likes to do crunches all the time. That's why core work gets like such a bad rap. Yeah. But I hate crunches. And I know you hate crunches. It's okay. Yeah. I've got a million other things for you to do. Yeah, there's a time and place for everything, but there's a very small time and a very small place for crunches in my book because there's so many other things that are much more wonderful. And they cause a lot of neck aches and a lot of bad posture that I've seen in my Absolutely, time. Absolutely, unless you're doing them perfectly. Yeah. Okay, tip number two. This may come as a shock to some of you. Work your core every day. What? You can work a section of the body every day? Yes. I was always told in textbooks, you should never work muscles two days in a row, Jill. Okay, well, let me dispute that theory. So here's the thing, guys. You are going to get better results from smaller workouts in the core every day than you will from getting, let's say, two big heavy core workouts throughout the week, okay? Mm. I'm gonna tell you why. And here's how you, can, here's how you can structure this. Do those wrapping and lifting motions one day. Do your rectus that one day, okay? Do your lower back on one day, okay? So it's all one day. You're doing the front of your core, you're doing the back of your core because we'll get into this in just a few minutes. Your lower back and your glutes are actually connected to the core. Go figure, okay? So do that front and back side 
one day. The next day, do your obliques. Do your side planks. Do your side plank lifts. Do um, hanging hanging windshield wipers. Hanging windshield lying wipers. windshield wipers with kettlebells hoisted above your chest, which is one of my favorite exercises. Absolutely, you can do uh, bicycle crunches. Bicycle crunches. Yep, you can do all sorts of oblique exercises the next day. Just don't do heavy side bends with dumbbells because it'll make your sides look fat. Really? Yeah, I'll make, make you look fat. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, is that a myth? <laughs> I don't think it's a myth. I think it's truth. I'm scared to death to do those. Ever since I was like in 10th grade, when I was doing a ton of them, and I was like, gosh, my trying to get rid of my love handles before I was smart enough to know that you have to burn fat on the outside of your body. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just looked, made them look more and more pronounced. I stopped doing them. I'm like, it, they, the size cut down by like half size in that a matter of no really time. really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you're doing cents. those really heavy side bends. Unless, of course, you're looking for that really kind of wide um, chiseled look in your in your core. You know, like yeah, like well, beefy, like beefy bodybuilders. So. You know, hey, that's great too. Um, like more power wings. to you. Okay, so working the front and back side of your core on one day, working your obliques the next day. Rotate back and forth. Short workouts. I'm talking six sets, eight sets, ten mm-hmm. sets. Anything you can do every. And I guarantee, okay, this is one of those tips that if you do this consistently for a few weeks, you will see your results in a few weeks. You may see these results in 14 days, but if you consistently rotate and work them consistently, you will see results. I have a funny story to tell you before we move on to tip number three. I attended a ACSM conference in around 2004 and I visited the talk of none other than Dr. Lenny Kravitz. Really? Dr. Lenny Kravitz from the University of New Mexico. Wow. Not the musician. And ironically, he looked a lot like Jerry Seinfeld and he kind of talked like him and he had that, that grin too. And I laughed the whole time he talked. However, the take home message was, don't believe the hype. You can work your abs and your core every single day of the week. You just never want to pulverize it. Nope. They have fast twitch muscles in, in the core area that respond differently than doing like bicep curls every single day and like he- heavy squats and, and stuff like that. And you want them to be endurance muscles. Exactly. That's the point he was making. He's yeah. like, different muscles in the body are designed differently and the core muscles are activated all the time, no matter what you're doing. Yep. So they have a different threshold. Just saying it, just throwing it out there. That's really cool. No, that's good because yeah. that's the like, that that's the like the bibliography there, uh-huh. you know? And I think that's fantastic. Okay, tip number three. Remember that your lower back and glutes are the foundation of a strong core, okay? So you are not just going to crunch your way into oblivion. You're also going to do things like the hyperextension machine, right? Mm-hmm. Something as simple as a hyperextension machine, but don't just swing with your lower back. Make sure your booty is engaged before you start that upward phase mm-hmm. of the hyperextension, right? Um, doing things like resisted bridges, bridges with clamshells, um, anything you could be doing to working your lower back, the dead bug exercise, the mm-hmm. dying bug exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are all, and you can go back and find videos of these. We even have them on, we have them in our exercise we library in our app, okay? Yeah. We've got a ton of those. Okay, go through and make sure that you're adding some lower back exercises into your core workout. And I guarantee, if you have lower back issues and you start working these exercises, you are going to relieve yourself of your back pain. I absolutely agree 100%. And I'm gonna give you two words to remember. It's hip extension and back extension. So anything that you do where you're kicking your leg backwards in a motion, that's going to be hip extension. And when you're doing, when you're moving your upper body in a backward motion, that's gonna be back extension. So incorporate those two moves into your core programming and you're gonna be able to strengthen your lower back and you're gonna hit your posterior chain, which means the back side of your body, which includes your glutes and hamstrings. Don't neglect those muscles because they're very part, they're a very important part of the core musculature. And there are two movements right there that you don't want to neglect either. They will add years to your life, I promise you. Okay, Kevin, tip number four. Mm-hmm. 
Use leverage to your advantage. What do I mean by that? Okay, well, you've got a side plank, right? Jill mentioned a side plank earlier. Okay, now, let's put you in a side plank with your hand on the ground and your feet stacked, and let me hand you a dumbbell. Yeah. And then you're gonna do presses from that position. Every time you lower the dumbbell, you're gonna drop your hips and do a side dip. Then you're gonna lift up, and then you're gonna do a press from that position. Guess what's going to happen? You're gonna be a sexy beast in a very short amount of time because your core is being not just activated, but you just put an exponent of 10 next to the core work that you're going to get. So you wanna do things like that in your workouts. So you wanna do like renegade rows where you have two kettlebells or dumbbells beneath you while you're in a plank position and you wanna pull one up to your side, lower it down, and then pull the other one up to your side. Then all of a sudden you're in a three-point plank, you're pulling a weight up in the air, you're off balance, and your core has to stay balanced for you to remain in good proper form and technique. You're gonna get a massive core workout from that in addition to the main muscle group that you're trying to work. And, and that position it's be also less. going to be, you're gonna become a neurological sexy beast too. Absolutely, your brain function is gonna go through the roof. And I'm gonna add one more to it. Use implements like the BOSU that Jill mentioned earlier and the stability ball to do your basic strength training exercises. So let's take dumbbell chest presses for example. It's a good handcuff or a secondary exercise to do if you're doing like barbell bench presses. Instead of lying on a flat bench, that's fine. You're gonna be working your chest and you're gonna get a compound exercise. But if you sit on a stability ball and roll yourself down and create a bench with your body, lift your hips up in the air, your posterior chain is already engaged to hold yourself in position. And as you're doing your chest presses, you're on an unbalanced surface. So your core is gonna get a massive workout mm-hmm. as well. And you're gonna be burning more calories. And you're gonna so burn more calories. it's a more metabolically active exercise. So this morning I did shoulder presses. I was doing my whole shoulder press routine that I do. It's a series of four exercises. I did it while standing on a BOSU ball. That's brilliant. And I was circuiting it with um, abdominal exercises, mm-hmm. you know, doing crunches on the BOSU ball. And I could not believe how fatigued my core was by the Oh end. yeah, it's and unbelievable. it makes a big difference. Yeah. And also you can do things like standing on one foot and doing like shoulder presses with dumbbells or biceps curls or tricep extensions overhead. Any kind of exercise you normally do standing on two feet, try doing that on one foot. You're gonna engage your core like you wanna believe. I do all kinds of kettlebell exercises with one and two kettlebells, standing on the same foot, standing on the opposite foot. And it adds such a huge dimension to your core training, it's unbelievable. And I'm gonna do one more thing for you here and I'm gonna tell you about compound exercises. Jill and I talked about that briefly before we went on air. That's tip number five, Kev. Oh, it is? Thought we are gonna talk about that in tip number four. Oh, okay, go, go. Okay, compound exercises, deadlifts, squats, ah, lunges, okay. yep. um, military press, either barbell, dumbbell, kettlebell, it doesn't matter. All of these exercises require you to squeeze the pulp out of your abs mm-hmm. pred- pr- particularly, but your whole entire core as well. We have this thing called force production we like to do in kettlebells. So if you're doing a press and you have a kettlebell in one hand, I often tell people, I want you to do a crush grip in your right hand, meaning squeeze the handle as hard as you can, squeeze your left fist as hard as you can, and then squeeze your glutes and your abs as hard as you can. It Mm -hmm. creates tension in your body, and that magically improves your strength by an exponent of three or four or even five. No doubt. And it's gonna allow you to push that weight harder. So whenever you do a compound exercise like the ones I just mentioned, think of those terms where you're squeezing your glutes and your abs in order to create force production to lift the weight off the ground, to hold it steady, and so on. That's gonna get you a long way in your core training, and you can just add this stuff into your normal workouts and have great core workouts all the time. But this can also translate to your cardio workouts too. Absolutely. So thinking about running outside, I just started running outside because we're getting this blast of, of, of nice weather. Um, soon I will be biking every day until mm-hmm. the weather changes again, right? I will find that when I'm going straight uphill and I've now climbed 2000 feet on my mountain bike and my legs are on fire, I have to stop and tell myself, squeeze your glutes and squeeze your core. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how much stress it takes off of my legs 
and how much more work I put into my core, but that's what all this training is for. Yes. Right? That's what all this training is for, to prevent injuries and to make you stronger at the things you like to do, mm -hmm. right? And it's funny because exactly what Kevin's talking about with, with the kettlebell press and how you will have exponential strength in just pressing with that kettlebell if you engage your glutes and your core. That's what it's all about. Absolutely, and that's why I love the Turkish get-up so much. It's, it's constant tension in all the areas of the core that you need to have tension in, yeah. all the way through. So five, five um, reps on each side in alternating fashion is gonna be a great core workout, and that could be 10 minutes, like Jill was saying earlier, that you can just do that any time of the day, like alternating days or something like that, yeah. to integrate something like that in your workout. It's that simple. Have you heard of something called the kettlebell incinerator challenge? Uh, I, I have, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Is that a 12-week program? I believe it's a 12-week program. And I think it comes with a fasting protocol it and dietary diversity protocol. too. And the guy that made this program is actually, he's fun to watch, he's very engaging. I gotta say, he's probably one of the most knowledgeable people I've ever known when it comes to kettlebells. I've learned a ton from him on kettlebells. So anyway, I encourage you guys to maybe seek out this 12-week kettlebell incinerator challenge. I agree, I highly suggest it you It is that. written by Kevin, it is performed by Kevin. Written and produced. By Kevin and Riddle, <laughs> and it's amazing, you guys. If you've ever wondered about kettlebells, then this is really the challenge for you. You're gonna learn a lot. I agree, not just because I made the program. Shameless plug <laughs> that I did for you. It's actually not shameless, and it's not sketchy either, because it's, it's a quality program, and it's great. If it was sketchy, that'd be a different story, but it's not. I think it's fantastic. Send thirty nine ninety nine right now with the <laughs> pin number to your to your for the low low price of ninety nine ninety nine. For the next twenty four hours, you can have it all to yourself. Uh, no, it's on our app, so we would never do that along. to you guys. Okay, guys, now we want to talk about one of our favorite things, which is three dimensional movements, baby. Woo! Think beyond the fourth wall. Always remember that. That's an actual acting term, but I'm going to use it right now. So when I say think beyond the fourth wall, it means we're sometimes confined to a room with four walls in it, but guess what? There's a little bit of a th uh, there's a little bit of a mental telepathy going on where you can see through that fourth wall over there, and you can bust right through it. And here's what we want you to do: think in terms of three-dimensional movement patterns. What does that mean? Well, a uh, biceps curl is linear. Linear yes. is a long version of the word line. Just think in, in uh, the root word. When you're moving something in one straight line, that's totally fine and dandy. It might build a focus muscle but you're not gonna really get anything else happening there. You're not gonna get much brain stimulation or neurological load, which we like to do all the time. And you're definitely not gonna get any type of major core integration. Now, if you stand on one foot and raise your arms above your head, and then you lean down, you put your hands on the ground and you walk forward, some call that an inchworm, I call it a hand walk. And then you like kick your legs over and you do a log roll. And then you stop in a tabletop position and you move your opposite arm and leg. And then you flip back and walk back up and then switch legs and do the same thing on the other side. And you do that back and forth five times each side, multiple things are going to happen. Multiple wonderful, magical things. You're going to get a core workout like you've never had in your life, number one. Mm -hmm. You're going to elicit muscles that you didn't even know you had, those really deep ones like the rotatories we talked about before. Yep. And the QLs and stuff like that, quadrus lumborum, lumborum. And your brain is gonna get lit up like a Christmas tree and you're gonna get an upper body workout and you're gonna get a lower body workout and you're gonna burn a ton of calories. And once again, you're gonna look like a sexy beast. Sexy. So you can do all kinds of three-dimensional movement patterns with just the body weight alone. You can do implements like dumbbells, like medicine balls, like the BOSU, like kettlebells, even TRX. There's a, the possibilities are absolutely endless. So anything that has to do with crossing the midline of your body, rocking, rolling, crawling, moving your limbs in opposite directions, all of that stuff involves three-dimensional movement patterns. And I'll give you another for instance. If you're standing on one foot from a standing position with a dumbbell in your right hand, Lift your right leg off the ground, 
bend down and place the dumbbell right above your left foot, but don't touch it. Kick your right leg back, keep it in space. Lift back up, keep your right leg off the ground and do a press. Come back down, repeat that five times, switch hands and do it on the other side. You're crossing the midline of your body. That's what I was gonna say. The point is yeah. he's crossing the midline of his body. Yeah, you're going from All right to left. dimensional movements do. Yes. So that right there is the last tip. Just incorporate some of those movements. I tell people always, every single video I put out on social media, I always put a little thing in there and say, I do a video of a three-dimensional movement pattern and I talk about the benefits of the brain and I always say, if nothing else, try to incorporate at least, always think to yourself, I need to do at least one or two three-dimensional exercises in every single workout I do. Mm -hmm. Just remember that. Yep. So you can always come to Jill or I for more information if you need more help with that or you can just re re resort to our 300 and some exercise library because we have a whole section devoted to 3D speaking, exercises. And, speaking and that will be fattened up even library. more soon. Exactly. We're just going to keep yeah. adding and adding and adding to that. That's never going to uh, get boring never. by any means. Mm -mm. So speaking of boring and speaking about exercise library, okay? Our exercise library is not boring, but Oftentimes you may think that your core workout is getting boring. If your core workout's getting boring for you and your brain, it's getting it's getting boring for your body too. Yes. Okay. Totally. No doubt. So here's here's a challenge. I'm gonna offer it as a challenge, not just a bonus tip. Okay. Create your core workout around one tool. Mm, so if you're getting bored, say, okay, hey, my whole core workout today is gonna be done on the Bosu. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have. Endless Bosu exercises, and we'll have a, actually a Bosu tab on are, our on our app. We will uh, eventually. Yep. Yes, we will eventually. So use the Bosu for your core workout. Do your dying bugs on there. Do your crunches. Do plank lifts. Do do sidewinders. Do um, alternating um, alternating lunge jumps. Do, we, uh, do lateral spins. Do standing uh, standing core rotations with a medicine ball while yeah. standing on the Bosu. Okay, mm -hmm. any of this stuff, guys. You can even then say, okay, today I'm going to use glide discs. Okay, so oh, now you're gonna do those, yeah. mountain climbers. You're gonna go do um, pikes. Pikes. You're gonna do plank jacks. You're gonna do lying hamstring. What do you call those things? Scoops. Yeah, the lying hamstring scoops. Then yeah. you can also get onto your back into the bridge position. That's what I was talking about. Do, oh, where you, you pull one leg in and you swing it out to the side from a bridge position. Oh yeah, from the bridge position. I think that's in absolutely. It. Is that scoops. not in our booty blaster workout? It's got to be in the booty blaster workout. I think it is. I kind of feel like it's in the exercise library too. It might. Sometimes be. there's just so much information going on that we confuse uh, ourselves. That we confuse it. ourselves. Okay, <laughs> use it. Use an exercise band the next day. So now you're gonna do banded crunches. You're gonna do banded bicycle crunches. You're gonna do banded um, hip bridges, um, even a banded plank, mm -hmm. right? So put that band around your knees and then hold yourself in a plank position. And just adding that resistance is going to engage your lower back, your glutes and your core muscles more. I like the bands she was referring to are those loop ones, by the way, like the, they look like large rubber bands, not like the ones with the resistance band with the handles right. on. And I, I really love walking planks with one of my wrists and one of my feet. Mm. And you move your hands in and again, there's there's another brain game for you yeah. right there. And it's kind yeah. of a three-dimensional movement because you got to move your opposite limbs in coordination with each other. And that one really fires up the core and it also hits the shoulders really well too. Yeah. So here's the challenge, guys. If you feel like your workout's getting boring, pick one tool and have your whole workout be centered around that one tool. It could be, um, it could even be a stability ball. Yeah. Right? So you're gonna do stability ball standing rotations, you're gonna do stability ball crunches, you're gonna do stability ball back extensions. We have tons Knee of Knee pull-ins, jackknives, yes. single leg mountain climbers, single leg hamstring curls. Absolutely. The, the list goes on and on. Come. So there is my little challenge for you with your five tips. That's a great challenge. So all that being said, let's review our tips. Number one was, I think, don't don't focus on the aesthetics of the rectus abdominis. Don't, ju don't just focus on the, the don't aesthetics. Don't just do it. Yes. You don't can just. do it, but just don't. Yeah, don't exactly. Do all of it. Okay, number two was, 
work them every day. Those are your fast twitch muscles. You need your core muscles to be endurance muscles. Work them every day. Challenge them as much as you can every day. Even if it's short, short workout, mm -hmm. six, ten, eight, ten sets. Yep. Uh, number three, remember that your lower back and your glutes also constitute a super strong foundation for a proper core. Number four, using leverage. Use leverage to your advantage. Yep. So when the, you're doing your weight training drills, hop on a BOSU, hop on a stability ball. Mm -hmm. um, whatever. Stand on one foot. Stand on one foot. All that fun stuff we were talking about. Exactly. And then number five, think beyond the fourth wall. Incorporate three-dimensional exercises into your core routine and you will be a sexy beast. Yep. Okay. It's been a great show. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. This is Healthy Adult Fitness Podcast, HAF. This is Killer K-Rail. And Jill Mulshan. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Till next time.